Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, today I want to talk about being put in a um, awkward position. <laughs> it seems like a couple of these more recent jobs I'm doing, they're a little risque. Let's put it that way. Um, that other job is behind me, the one with the um, drug dealers and the cops and the property owners and all that. Um, that one is behind me and I um, moved on. Uh, I did get paid up in full, so everything is good with that job. Um, but I went to go and uh, look at this other job, basically on the complete other side of the island. And, oh man, the these owners, or owner, I should say, technically, uh, they live in this um, semi-subdivision, kind of in a cul-de-sac, Okay. And the mother owns one property, one house, and right next door, the I don't know if the mother bought this house for the daughter or the daughter bought the house, but the mother and daughter are living next door to each other. And the same job that the mother wants me to do on her property, she wants the identical job done on the, you know, the house next door, which is the daughter's house. Now, the problem with this is the job they want me to do is it puts me in a position because technically I'm not supposed to do it. Um, it's, there's like a really gray area in between this problem I have with this job. I know for a fact that if any other company was to go out there, they would deny doing it because of the what the gray area let's put it that way of what they're what they want and what technically is allowed okay and this has nothing to do with like being too cold okay this has nothing to do with colds or any of that now there is no law um but there is a uh i guess you call it a ordinance uh, but the ordinance is not enforced and it's something that it's, 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 it's not even technically an ordinance. It's like a, um, <laughs> how do I say this? Let's just put it this way. What they want me to do is perfectly fine in any other circumstance. Okay. But the problem is of where the job is and how close their property line is to the road because it's a cul-de-sac creates a small little um issue that puts us in a gray area technically i should not do the job i have stated to them the reasons behind it and why technically i should not you know do the job and no one else would do the job i can tell you right now no one else i don't care who they call if they could even find anybody to do the job, um, they, they would deny it because they know that it's technically not right what the owners want. Now, I did give the owners for both properties because they were, you know, I'm talking to both of them. I talked to them and I said, look, I said, we could accommodate what you want the right way. But the right way would require a lot more money and a lot more work in order to accomplish what they want. It essentially entails tearing out a lot of stuff regrading and getting things to more of a level state 
that way the things that they want us to put in would actually um, be okay. Uh, and then it would be within their boundaries, right? Um, but they don't want to do that. They, they just had a brand new driveway put in that, and one driveway is all nice concrete and the other one's all asphalt. And uh, they don't want to tear any of that out. That's not an option at all. Like I spoke to them, I said that that would be the technically the right way and more legal way of doing it is that the option I gave them, the right option, the correct way. But they are adamant on they are not going to do that the right way. And they want to do it their way, <laughs> right? And at the end of the day, guys, look, if they're paying me to do a job, if they want it done whatever way they want, within reason, you know, I will mostly accommodate them. Now, in a situation like this where there's a really gray area where there's not a law against it, there's not a code against it, but there's a, it's not even a, not even an ordinance. It's, I can't even find the word to describe what it is, but let me just put it like this way. It's wrong. Okay. We should not be doing it the way they want to do it. It just, it's opening them up to liability. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, so they, they've been pretty adamant. Um, they want it their way. So at this point, what I did was I gave them a bid. Okay. To do both properties the way they want it. But I told them the only way I'll do the job is if they sign a letter releasing me of any and all liability whatsoever. And basically within the letter, what I told them, I would have to put in there. Uh, I'll kind of give you guys a short version of it. Basically, it'll state all of the things that I stated to them that is not right. And that what should not be done. And that um, there is some gray areas in this proposal that they want me to do for them. That I have clearly stated to them that within this, um, you know, signed... Um, uh, release of liability that um, they have been made very aware from me. Uh, this is not the way it's supposed to be done and we should not be doing it this way at all. But if they are persistent on me doing it this way, their way, then they have to take all the responsibility 100% and relieving me of all liability whatsoever. So that way in the future, after the job is done and all that, if some liability issue arises, they can never say that I did not tell them or I did not bring up um, all these facts about what's, you know, what's going on with this particular job here. And then obviously I would record that conversation as well. So not only will we have it in writing of them basically saying they'll take all the responsibility and all the liability and... Um, not only that, I would record it. So I do have my voice recorder thing that I keep with me all the time. Um, so I'll be recording that conversation when I go over the um, release of liability form with them. Um, so that's the only way I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm willing to do the job. The job total, I think the total is like eighteen thousand dollars to do this job. And uh, honestly, th that eighteen thousand dollars is the normal cost. That I would charge anybody in a normal situation. So I'm not gouging them or I'm not asking for any more 
than normal, okay? But technically, because of the position they're putting, they want to put me in to do this job, technically I should charge a lot more. You know, technically the job should be like $24,000, $25,000. That way, at least then I would feel a little bit more comfortable because at least then I'm getting paid to be comfortable, right? In that sense. I mean, it's not, it's not what I'm doing, guys, is I'm not breaking no laws. I'm not breaking any codes or any of that, okay? If I was to do the job, I'm not doing anything illegal, okay? But it's definitely frowned upon. Let's put it that way. I guess that's the best word. It's definitely frowned upon, okay? The issue for me is that I would not have any, I mean, even after I'm done my job, during the job, they would, for me, there's no liability at all, okay? What it is, it's for them. So that way, if I leave and the job is done and something happens to someone else that's either on their property or coming by their property and they get hurt or they get, uh, whatever to them, um, the homeowners, let's say, let's say, uh, they have somebody that's walking by their property or going, um, to their property and they get hurt. Okay. Because of the thing that I, I put in because of what the, what the homeowners want done. Okay. What would happen is if that person felt like they wanted to sue that property owner, they could sue that property owner. Absolutely. Okay for whatever damages, if any. Now, then, the property owner could essentially come and now sue me, personally, right? Or my business, either way. Sue me for, you know, it's just a trickle effect, right? So somebody gets hurt, they sue the property owner. The property owner now wants to sue me. So what I'm doing is I am essentially eliminating that that possibility completely on my end to protect myself, by having a clearly stated record that is signed by them that they've been made very aware of these issues and problems that could absolutely arise if we do it their way right that way if i was if they was to ever take me to court because you know the trickle effect um i could easily show the judge hey look i have a clear statement here that they've been made aware of the you know the way it should be done versus the way they want to do it, which is not the right way. So the letter and the recording obviously is to protect myself. That's it. And that's the only way I'm willing to do the job. And then I'm also requiring a 80% down payment on the job in order for me to even start. My normal down payment is 60 to 80% anyway, but because of what how this job is, I'm going to be requiring at least 80% down payment. Now, the total amount of time for me to complete the job would be about two weeks. Okay. If I was to start tomorrow, actually, yeah, if I was to start, like, just here's a scenario. Say they give me the down payment, they sign the letters, and they still want me to do the job. Let's say I was to start the job tomorrow. It would literally take me a week and three days to completely finish this job. Complete from start to finish. Um, but depending on weather, hopefully it's not pouring rain and stuff. So I'm, you know, allowing myself at least two weeks. So it's not it's not a long job by any means, you know. It's just the position that they're putting themselves in, really. You know, I'll do the job, but really it's not going to affect me. It's going to affect them. They're, they're And I've clearly stated the liability that they're putting themselves in because... 
they were unaware of these things, right? And I'm telling them that, you know, you're really putting yourself in, in, in a um, situation where if something was to arise, you could be in a really bad situation, you know? And the mother of the property and the daughter next door, when I was talking to them, I mean, they're, they're older, obviously, right? I mean, they, they know what is right and wrong. And I told them that this is wrong, you know, and they still want to do it their way. So if they want to be naive and take that type of responsibility and liability, then that's on them. That's not on me, you know. So, yeah, let's put it like this. There's certain things that you cannot you cannot approach on to certain um, things within your property lines. Right. So if you're doing something on your property, you have to stay within your property lines, which the job for me to do is within their property lines. But there is something that gets installed after I do my job. Right. That essentially I'm also I'm also going to install for them that exceeds their property line. Right. And so that's that's the tricky area on it. And it doesn't technically exceed onto somebody else's property. That's the, that's the weird thing, right? That's the gray area. So that's why I said this, there's no law. There's no, you know, we're not breaking any laws here or anything. Um, but essentially, whatever you're doing, you're supposed to contain into your own property and not exceed your property lines at all. Okay? But what they want me to do, part of what they want me to do does exceed over their property line. But the, the property is not owned by anyone and it will never be owned by anyone. Okay, so that's the kind of, that's their thinking process that they don't have to worry because, you know, whatever. But, I don't know, just a situation, right? It's kind of hard because, you know, I want to help my customers out right now. And I'm I'm trying everything I can think of, guys, to be very creative, to give them as many different options as possible without going the option that they want. And essentially, they were, they're opening, they're open to listening to my options. And they even told me, they're like, we appreciate all the options that you're, you're giving us. But we're adamant that we want it done this way. And that's their way. So, hey, it is what it is. You know? So, I gave them a price just a little while ago. And I also confirmed that, you know, um, the same time they, if they was to give me a down payment, I haven't, they haven't accepted the job yet. Okay. I just sent them the, the, the total amount of what it's going to cost and you know, what I'm requiring in order to start the job. So if they was to accept the job and give me the down payment, the exact same time that I go to pick up that down payment, I would have the letter ready stating very clearly all these things. And then I would um, obviously have to have um, both of them um, sign that, of course. And then um, that way I would have it for my records. And then um, start work, you know. So (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. And here's another thing, guys, I should point out is a lot of times when homeowners or property owners or whatever it may be, when they hire somebody like me, they dream really big. I call them dreamers, okay? They're dreamers. They they want to do all these things, but they have no idea how much work is entailed in to do these things, okay? They also don't realize the, the total amount of money it's going to cost them half the time, you know? So that's why I'm very clear about how, how the process is and what has to be done. 
you know, and how much it's going to cost up front, obviously. Um, but, you know, when they call somebody like me, you know, they don't have, they have the slightest idea. I really think that they're, they're just dreaming big. They think they can do a big, big projects, but for a really a small amount of money until I, sh until I hit them with the total amount of price on things and they're taken back because the things that I do is, are not cheap, right? They cost a lot of money. And a, and a lot of times it's not so much what I'm charging. It's the material cost. A lot of times that we're do, I'm doing these jobs, the material cost is sometimes, you know, easily more than half of the total bid. Sometimes it just depends on the job. So obviously I'm not making all that money, right? Because there's material cost and time and labor costs and machine cost and, you know, all these, all the overhead that it takes me to do this job, you know? So don't think that that's how I'm making all that's 100% profit. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't like being put into these positions. And you know what? I was I was debating if I was even going to consider accepting the job at all. I was considering it. Um, I mean, I am very booked up. And I told them that if I was to do this job, I would have to book you guys out to my very, very last. Because, you know, I'm so booked up. And I said, you guys would have to just deal with that. It's just the facts. There's no way. I'm not going to squeeze you in earlier. I'm not going to try to squeeze you in earlier. Um, I'm just going to have to schedule them you know, pretty far out and then deal with it when it comes that time, obviously. So, yeah. Hmm. Be careful, guys. You know, um, always find a way to cover you, to protect yourself and protect your business. Because at the end of the day, that, you know, for me, this is my livelihood, right? Um, and, you know, I'm not going to jeopardize that for somebody. I don't care what job they have. I could care less about any of those jobs. You know what I mean? I am not going to jeopardize my livelihood just because somebody wants it a certain way. You know, obviously, if they were breaking the law, if they wanted me to break the law, then obviously I would not do the job. But there is no law. There's nothing, you know, like I said, it's kind of it's a really gray area of what they want me to do. And they kind of realize that it's a gray area. And that's why they're pushing for me to do it. You know, so that's the problem here. But, you know. Be careful, guys. Protect yourself in business, no matter what you're doing. Always document as many things as you can. Um, you know, yeah, just just protect yourself, guys. Because here's the thing, guys. A lot of times homeowners or property owners or whoever it is you're doing some work for, they will try to push the boundaries. They will try to get as much as they can, you know, with the, you know. And sometimes they just don't know the rules, right? Sometimes they don't know the guidelines of certain things, you know. Um that's actually that's what i should say it's the guidelines there's certain guidelines within what we're what they want me to do that technically technically i'm not supposed to do okay but the guide the guidelines are very gray and vague and you know there's no law there's no statute there's no none of any of that no codes that technically says i can't do it <clears throat> but i do know it's wrong you know what they want to do so be careful now, uh, another thing I should point out, I do have another customer that reached out to me today. I actually have them booked for like two weeks. So he's getting anxious. So he, uh, he, he uh, messaged me. This is a different customer now on a completely different location of the island. Uh, he messages me and uh, he's like following up, obviously, because, you know, he wants to get his job, you know, his project underway, which I understand. 
You know, I had to push a lot of my jobs back because of purchasing the new truck and all that stuff. And believe me, guys, I'm actually ahead of schedule. I've been banging jobs out left and right, nonstop, nonstop, just every day, every day, every day, every day, just banging, 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 you know? So I'm actually um, ahead of schedule, okay? I'm, I'm very ahead of schedule on a lot of these jobs because I've just been pounding them out so much, which is good. And so this other uh, customer, he wants to get his project underway. And I told him like this. I said, look, I still have you scheduled for the same date that we agreed upon. I said, but I said, luckily for you, I am currently, um, you know, um, catching up on a lot of these jobs ahead of time. So I said, if I have an opening in my schedule or I get rained out on another job, um, I may be able to squeeze you in a little earlier to get it done. And he was super happy about that. He's like, that's awesome. He goes, I know we have a scheduled day. He goes, I'm not trying to push your anything. Um, I know you're, he's like, I know you're busy. Duh, duh. So, you know, um, you know, whatever you can work for me, that would be awesome. And I, I wrote, I wrote him right back and I told him, I'll see what I can do. You know, and obviously I will, if I do have an opening where I get rained out on another job, I'm not just going to come home and just watch the rain. I'll load up equipment and shoot across the Island. If I have to, to another job, and start working already, you know, why not, why would I miss out on, on that um, job, you know, getting it done early, and also making the money, the money faster and earlier, right, bang it out, get it done, move on to the next one, so, yeah, interesting, interesting, guys, you know, here's the thing, guys, you have to love what you do, okay, you have to find joy in whatever it is you're doing, no matter if you're, if you're, if we're talking about work, business, you know, just even just regular projects around your house, you have to try to find joy in it because if not, you're just going to be hating your life. You're, you're just going to be super unhappy about it. You're just not going to like it. You know, I'll give you guys an example. Last night, the reason I didn't make a podcast last night was because I was working on my new truck at 1.30 at night. It didn't break down. There's nothing wrong with the truck, but I have these power fold-out steps because the truck is really high. Um, I have these power fold-out steps. They, when you open the door, they automatically fold out. And then when you close the door, they automatically fold, they fold up and they, they hide themselves so you don't see them. And they're really nice steps. And when I purchased the truck, um, I actually purchased the steps, but I never had them installed. So they've been sitting under my house since I've had the truck, right? And I've been jumping in and out of this truck continuously. I have now almost 1,800 miles on that truck and it's been roughly about two weeks of me owning that truck. So I'm definitely putting some mileage on it, but I'll jump in and out of this truck multiple, multiple, multiple times a day. Right. And I'm kind of hating it because I wear work boots, you know, jeans. So, you know, bending your leg to try to, you know, grab onto the truck to get up in there all day long is kind of a pain. So I have these power steps that I, I need to install. So the only time that I had to install them was late at night. That's how dedicated I am guys to everything I do. So the sun went down at right around seven something in the afternoon yesterday. And I was out there laying in the wet, cold grass. Okay, soggy, wet, cold grass. Um, basically with sp spotlights and flashlights installing these power fold-out um, truck steps. And so at 1.30 at night, I was able to complete it. And um, yeah, super happy. Uh, so now, obviously, today and tomorrow and every other day, I have now folding power, power steps. So instead of me having to, you know, stress my back, jumping in and out of the, the truck so much, 
I can just step up into the truck because I have the, the steps. So that's how dedicated I am. You know, I'll work. I don't care. I'll work until 2 a.m. in the morning in order to make sure that I can still go to work in the morning. Because that's another thing. I couldn't just leave the project and then say, oh, when I wake up, I'll finish it. No, because when I wake up, I'm going straight to work. So I have to have everything, you know, situated. I can't afford to be making phone calls and saying, hey, guys, I can't show up to the job because I'm putting power fold up steps on my truck. That's not going to happen, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I had to do it last night. But I do have them installed now and they're working awesome. I love them. Now jumping now. Not, I don't know. I'm not going to say that we're jumping because I'm not jumping into the truck anymore. Stepping into the truck is very easy now. And I love that because it's less strain on my body going in and out of the truck, which is really going to help me out because when you're putting in long days, long hours doing what I'm doing um, and getting out of the truck multiple, multiple times. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be getting in and out of my truck, guys. I don't know, probably 50 times in a day, at least, at least 50 times in a day. Right. And try to repeat that every single day. And you got to hop in and hop out and climb in and climb out. That's that's going to get old quick, especially when you're tired and you've been working hard and you're sweaty and hot. You know, you just want to be able to get into your truck or your car and just go. So now it's going to be a little bit easier on my body. That way I can be a little bit more happy um, physically, obviously. So but yeah, if you guys are looking for power fold out steps for your truck. And you got kind of a lifted truck or a um, higher truck that sits high off the ground. Um, definitely look into some steps. Make sure you get some steps, guys. It'll really help you out. Either the regular steps that are just always out. Or you can even upgrade to like the power steps that I have. And yeah, they're awesome. You know, you, you need some steps to get in and out. Definitely. Especially when you got some big, big trucks and stuff. So anyway, guys, just wanted to cover some um, couple things here. Um, closed out that last job with the drug dealer guys and the property and the cops. So that's all done. Um, you know what, before I end this podcast, I should actually kind of just go over a couple things with that one. So because that last job, if you guys haven't heard on that job, definitely ch take a look at my other podcast. I really went over a lot of the details about this job. It was very, um, interesting because we had the cops called, I was threatened and you know, it was just crazy. But, um, the owner, uh, no, I shouldn't say owner, I should say the the person that was paying me to do the job, He, we had a follow-up phone call the very next day after the whole event that happened with the drug dealers and the cops and everybody involved. And he called and with his, because it's him and four other people that are involved in this project that are paying me. So they called me in the morning apologizing for the stuff that I, that, that I was put through. Uh, and then they obviously said, you know, it is what it is at this point. Uh, we want to make sure we get you paid up in full. Uh, we're very sorry for, you know, your troubles for what happened to you. And I told them, I said, look, I'm not blaming nobody. I said, I appreciate the phone call. And I appreciate you guys wanting to make sure you guys clear your debt. So I'm happy about that. So um, that afternoon, actually, yesterday afternoon, I got a phone call from their secretary for this big, big, huge company. This company is huge, guys. If I was to mention the name... Everybody in the United States and even in other countries would know this company, guarantee. Um, so their secretary called and said, hey, um, we have X amount on the check. Is that correct? They said, yes. They said, no problem. We're sending it out today. I said, perfect. Thank you very much. So as of right now, the road is still open without the blockade. Um, and they said that at this point, they're going to get the pretty much try to get the sheriffs involved. Um, to essentially um, remove them from the home over there. 
So right now, that's what they're working on. They're trying to work on getting everything together to get the sheriffs involved to go and have them um, essentially evicted, but um, forcibly, hopefully. <laughs> so I, I, I told them, I wish you guys the best of luck getting that situation under control because you're going to need it. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll definitely see you guys on the next one.